episode 250 JV Crumb the third how to make your first million welcome check out this fantastic podcast do the little guy a favor subscribe and review it'll help get him off my back I'm Adam Lewis Walker, former teacher and athlete, now turned lifestyle entrepreneur, best-selling author, keynote speaker, and host of the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Every week, I start it off with me, myself, and I and my thoughts on the week, and this is also accompanied by the brand new for 2017, Awaken Your Alpha TV on YouTube, so please do jump over there. Get to the podcast. I'm getting to it, Alan. As usual, please do head over to ayalpha.com to connect with the show, connect with me. The easiest and most interactive way is men, please do head over to my completely free men's mastermind on Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha with ALW. The actual guests are in that group. I'm in there daily and basically connect with like-minded individuals. So please do share, review, like. Um, if, you ha- if you have been listening to this for a while and you haven't managed to get a chance to review it, please do, it makes a huge difference. And reach out to me, connect. I'd love to hear your story and what you're up to and what you're doing to make a difference and a change in yourself and in the world. And I look forward to sharing this week's guest towards the end of the week. I know it'd be a good one. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Okay, we have JV Crumb the third. He is known for his live on-camera trainings where he creates breakthroughs for business coaches and consultants by helping them to find 50,000 or more in hidden revenues and develop steps to put it into their bank account. Named by Inc. Magazine as one of the top 13 business shows to listen in 2017, JV is host of the syndicated radio show and podcast, The Conscious Millionaire, and the best-selling author of The Conscious Millionaire. Grow your business by making a difference. JV holds multiple certifications in NLP and has graduate degrees in three areas, law, business, and psychology. I met JV over at PodFest earlier in the year. Really nice guy. I mean, yeah, he's got a great bio there, but more importantly for me, really nice guy. I've got lots of good things to say about him, but first, let's jump in. JV, are you ready to awaken your alpha today? Yeah, I'm ready to awaken my alpha. And hey, let's awaken the alpha of everybody who's listening today. And hello to everybody. Thank you for being on the show. Awesome. A fully packed bio. In person, you're, you back it up. You know, it was an absolute pleasure to meet you. And is there anything else you'd like to add or highlight in your bio there? Because there's so much. Yeah, you know, to me, uh, life's this journey. And uh, I, that's how I approach it. Very dynamic journey of... Uh, being authentic and being real and finding how can we how can we be of biggest service to other people i think that's the question that a lot of clients i work with a lot of people i'm talking to are asking how do i scale how do i have a bigger impact and i know for myself that everything i'm uh, thinking about in terms of my business conscious millionaire my nonprofit conscious world is how can i not just be a big wave, but how can I be a tidal wave and a tsunami in the world? <laughs> how can I create large scale change? And I love working with people at any level who want to turn their life into a wave of change that really just positively impacts other people in the world. Wow. That, what an awesome start. And I think you might have just kind of covered this, but what does it mean to be conscious? Is that kind of, because that's what just came through there. What does it mean to be conscious to you? Yeah, it's a great, it's a great question. Well, actually, I broke conscious down into three uh, areas. So the first one is it's being aware. And awareness in and of itself has a lot of dimensions. So you can be aware of, say, what your clients are wanting, aware of what's going on in the industry, 
aware of how coaching or consulting or businesses work, aware of how you build them. So there's those kinds of awareness. And then that awareness can go to a higher level of awareness of who you are and what's your purpose and what's your place or role in this whole scheme we call the human endeavor, right? Yeah. Then we move to a higher level that I call visionary consciousness. So you think, you think of Elon Musk or Steve Jobs or yeah. Beethoven. Well, those are obvious examples, but, but Adam, this is happening for all of us. All of us have the ability to connect and to let our, uh, our walls down inside. We do this when we meditate. We do it when we relax. You know, you go get in the hot tub. You can kind of, you know, get into this kind of space. I was in the hot tub last night. That's, that's why I was saying that I'm kind of a hot <laughs> tub guy. And this is connecting to a consciousness bigger than us. Anytime you say that's a visionary leader or that's a visionary person, what you're really saying is they're connected to a bigger vision of what's possible. Journaling is another great way for us to connect to that. Mm. And then the third area of what I talk about as conscious is the whole movement of being socially conscious. So we're, we're, we're interested in, well, how do we all have clean water? Uh, you know, eating healthy foods, being, uh, having sustainable environmental practices. So all of those three dimensions of awareness, reaching into the upper level of visionary consciousness, which you might call higher consciousness, and then realizing, well, we're all here together. How are we going to solve the problems of creating a sustainable future when so many of the things that we've done in the past that got us here, they worked well for that era, but what worked, you know, in the 1900s is not going to work in the 2000s because we can't make it to the end of this century on the same practices that got us here. Yeah. <laughs> That's a principle, Adam, of building a business. Yeah. Uh, wherever you are in, say, I worked exclusively with business coaches and consultants. Um, and then I worked with high net worth founders. And if you're building a business, whatever got you to this stage and people come to me really because they want to go to another stage in simple mm -hmm. terms. But what got them to this stage isn't going to get them to the next stage. The way they thought, the way they put their business together, they're going to have to make shifts. And that's what I'm in the process of doing with my own business is that I made a decision the last couple of months that, you know, my theme was building a $10 million business. If you talked to me two months ago, but through a series of conversations, I really realized that my potential in Conscious Millionaires was much bigger than that on a global level. And now I've completely shifted to looking at how do I build a $100 million business. And that's brought me to ask completely different questions and realize, well, I can't get there the same way I would to a $10 million business. I have to do, it, do many things differently and add some things that I wasn't going to add. Wow. And you talk about, obviously, that's, yeah, moving to different stages and, and in your journey. Tell right. us br briefly about your origins. You're well down, obviously, down your journey in terms of talking about 10 million and 100 million. So where are you originally from? And I know you, you're talking to me from Monterey today, but that's, you're moving around a little bit. So tell us a little bit about you know, what you wanted to be when you was growing up and yeah. how you got to this point, because you don't yeah, just jump a, into this. <laughs> you know, that's, a, that's a great question. So I grew up in a little town called Oklahoma. Kind of says it all when you say the name, right? <laughs> I think there were maybe a couple hundred people there. Two to 300 would have been on the big size. And I think the thing most people had in common is nobody had any money, mm. right? Because it was a little country town. I mean, out in the country. I mean, I grew up on a big lake, four by five miles with docks and 
literally cane pole fishing because we didn't have money to buy a rod and reel. So we put little worms <laughs> and so running around barefoot and, uh, but everybody was kind of struggling. And when we talk about poverty mentality, scarcity mentality, everybody really had kind of a scarcity mentality. Uh, and, and people were good, good people. I mean, you know, here we were in two or 300 people and there were three churches and we lived across the street from one of them. It was great growing up out in the country and on the lake. And at the same time, by the time I was five, you know, I had been well trained that when we went to the grocery store, not to ask for a candy bar, for example. Mm. And, uh, and the reason was we didn't have that much money. Mm. And my, my mom didn't want to be embarrassed for me to ask for something and her yeah. to say, no, no, we can't get it. So there was that one day when I said, well, gosh, I don't really like living like this. You know, there was just this moment of awareness. And I said, I want something different for my life. And then there was that little boy uh, awareness, let's just say the awareness. And there was probably something visionary about it as well. And, and I said, oh, when I grow up, I'm going to be a millionaire. And I think the difference between my saying that and probably a lot of little boys and girls was that I actually meant it. Yeah. And I went in and told my parents and they told me not to tell anyone. Uh, and <laughs> I like the I way writing, you actually said it out loud. Yeah, I think that's yeah, important as well. Yeah, I just said it. I said, you know, and I, I'm sure for them it was kind of like I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go uh, rob, um, rob the post office or I'm going to go take care of the Indians down the street when there weren't any, you know, because you're playing cops and robbers and mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff, you know. To them, I don't think it had any meaning at all. But to me, it did. And, yeah. uh, and I went through a big transformation because I, at, at the age of five, there's no internet or anything. It's a different world. Yeah. But I just started becoming obsessed with thinking about, well, when I grew up, I'm going to be a millionaire. And by 25, I had a new four-story home, a Mercedes, when most people didn't have Mercedes. Um, and uh, on, the, on the bay, on the best street in town. And I'd done that at 25 and made the first million because I was focused on it. Yeah. You know, and that's where I've come up with this very simple, but very, uh, very uh, uh, powerful yeah. formula for creating wealth that's conscious, focused action. You've got to become conscious. You're listening to this today. Whatever you want, the biggest step is to take the time to get clear about what it is you want and, and think of it in a measurable way. And if you think about it as a little boy, I was doing that. I didn't know that I was doing it. Mm. But I was saying, when I grew up, I'm going to be a millionaire. Well, that by definition meant that you could say you had a million dollars net worth. That's what you have to do. And then focus just unrelentingly. Yeah. On that specific outcome and then just take actions designed to get it because working with coaches and consultants, business people, one of the biggest problems that six figure businesses have in getting to seven is that they're scattered all over the place. Mm. They're focused on too many different things and you've got to decide what is it that you want. And then I like to break it down into 30 day segments, not just 90. Mm. And go, what is that one thing you're going to be obsessed with this month that's going to really move the needle forward? Oh, in you I think that's powerful. Wow. That right. is powerful. Yeah, because I, li I like 90 days as well. But I like the fact, you know, you said the 30 day thing. And like you say, just focus on that one thing. I think that is so powerful. Because yeah. all of a sudden you realize a lot of this stuff you had on your schedule is not going to get you there. And then you go, well, why am I doing it? And all of a sudden <laughs> your priorities. So you have to every day and every week look at your priorities, but 
how do you align those priorities if you don't know where it is that you're going? And that's the problem a lot of people have. And of course, you know, we as entrepreneurs are blessed with a gift that's a curse. We have endless ideas on a daily basis of stuff we'd like to do, right? You've just dived into my head. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no lack of ideas of stuff we want to do. The problem is we can't do it all. And we're going to do nothing of real value if we don't just choose one priority. Mm, definitely. When you use a little boy and having that, that, that thought and you was conscious about being a millionaire to 25, I call it the awakening moment. Was there a time within there when you thought, this is it, this is where I'm going to make my first million or this is, I'm on the path, I'm going to do more of this. What happened in that, in that time period? What did you... Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, that, that's a tremendous question um, because I think that life is extremely dynamic. I mean, here I am in one month and I'm looking at what I'm going to do the next month and I'm traveling around and I don't even know where I'm going to be on the first of the next month. <laughs> I'm not sure where I'm going to be on the 10th. And so what happened was completely not what I had planned. I was finishing, <clears throat> excuse me, I was finishing up my first graduate degree, which was a master's in clinical psych, and I was supposed to go on and get my PhD. I had decided after working for a year in a closed unit with severely psychotic patients that this wasn't the deal I was up for because mm. it because at one point I said to myself, wow, they're actually crazy. And I don't think this is what I want to do with my life. But I, I was interested in the personal growth, uh, yeah. growth part. And my father had a company that was basically bankrupt. I knew nothing about business, wasn't interested in business at the time. But I loved my dad. And he says, will you come back and help me with the business? And I said, well, I know nothing about business. But after talking to him for a month, I said, I'll come back for six months because I think I've decided to go to law school. Uh, but I don't want to get my PhD in psychology. I think I want to go to law school. Yeah. And it just turned out that I, you know, you don't know who you are for a while. <laughs> I guess I would say that. Mm -hmm. So I was the guy who in seventh grade was in all remedial classes. Okay. Okay. Because they thought I was stupid. Because after all, I was, grew up in the country, so I must be stupid. We'd moved to the city at that point that had 20,000 people to give you a reference point of the city. Yeah. <laughs> right. I graduated with a 4.0 as valedictorian. Whoa. Because I made a decision at the end of the seventh grade, this wasn't the life I wanted either. Yeah. And so I had to do something about it. I had to go out there and figure out how to make an A because I didn't know how to make an A. I was obviously not making great grades or I wouldn't be in remedial classes. So then in college, I was like a 19-year-old senior in college because I was just like, I knew how to make that A. What I really did was created a system for making an A. And so when I took, basically took over at 23, managing a, a fairly bankrupt business, which is bleeding crazy uh, in terms of losses every month, I systemized everything mm. and I did it intuitively. I just started creating systems for everything that we did and making the systems work. Yeah. And guess what? I turned that place around, you know, so rapidly. I, I paid off nine years of debts and liens, court liens. Um, and by the end of the first year, had a six-figure profit. And wow. by the third year, had six-figure profits a month. And I did it by systemizing. And that's how I help when I work with business coaches and consultants and they yeah. go, well, I want to get there. Well, I help them systemize not just the external part, but because of that master's in clinical psych, every Thing has a place in your journey. 
And a lot of times we do pieces and then we don't know, well, you know, in one way you go, well, what's this master's in clinical psych going to do for you? Well, it, it helps me understand and all my NLP training, the internal workings of my clients. Mm. And I create empowerment audios and I work with them on getting their internal system. I call it a system, your internal system, all aligned and on an upward trajectory trajectory so that you can get to that next higher level. Yeah. Because what I found is you can't really get there and sustain it unless you change inside and begin to think differently and even feel differently about who you are and what's possible for you. For me, in the last two months, going through that transition of going, oh, it's not really a $10 million business I'm building. Mm. And, and I'm the type, and I encourage this. I tell everybody. I tell everybody because that's part of the process of owning it. Yeah. Is that own what it is that you're creating and don't talk about it like it's a goal. Talk about it like it's already done. Yeah. It's like... I'm building a $100 million business. And that's what I tell people now because that's what I've decided I'm building. Nice. Can you, how did you feel added to the fact that you'd obviously helped out your, your family and your dad? Right. How, tell me how you felt when you obviously, you'd correct it basically to a certain, or you'd have that kind of achievement. You'd had that moment in your life. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> it's different than what I thought it was going to be. Because here I get at 25, at a time people weren't doing this, this four-story home, the Mercedes, mm -hmm. I'm on the best street in, 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 in Tampa. I'm on Bayshore. I'm on the water. Oh, nice. And it only took, it's beautiful. I mean, you know, it's incredible, right? And within three months, I was, there was one day I was looking out on the bay, you know, sunshiny, mm. palm trees in my front lawn and people on their sailboats. And I said to myself, something's wrong with this picture. Mm. You know, there was just this intuitive hit, like some, something's not right. And then I said out loud, I remember it. I don't really like myself and I'm miserable. And I was shocked because here I was in this beautiful home, the Mercedes in the garage. And as a little kid, this was my dream. Mm. And what I kind of quickly realized in this existential moment was as a little kid, I had dreamed only part of a dream I had dreamed getting the money, which is kind of the uh, quote unquote American dream that's way off kilter. Mm. Like if I just have that new home or I just get the car I wanted or, you know, <clears throat> but they're all material. Yeah. And, 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 and folks, I just told you, I went from well, two months ago saying I'm building a $10 million company to a hundred million dollar company. And so I'm not saying there's something wrong with the material. Yeah. What I'm saying is there's another piece that goes along with it. And I went off to Dane, Drain, the Wire, Dreyer, um, Wayne Dreyer, sorry, Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. I went to spiritual retreats. I knew something's missing. I didn't know what it was. JB, I ask the Yoda question who helped awaken your alpha? Amongst them great people you listed, who helped awaken your alpha or who helped, told you what you needed to hear at the right moment? Kind of a chipping, chipping event for mm. me that I worked with different mentors. Um, I studied a lot of NLP and I worked with a lot of the people who, um, uh, who created NLP. In fact, it was interesting yesterday, I was, I was interviewing Robert Diltz on my show and he was one of the first, first people and he's built a whole lot of programs. He's, I think he said he wrote 25 books so far. 
Wait. Um, <laughs> so I studied with him. I studied with a lot of people, but I can't say that it was one moment. Yeah. It was more until I got to Conscious Millionaire, but it was more a series of moments of awakening. Mm -hmm. And and I had figured out that my purpose was something outward directed, that it wasn't about something I got. It was more about something I gave. But I didn't know what that was. And well, the first thing I did, second thing kind of interesting, I um, I'd read Jack Kerouac's book on the road in high school and was inspired by this road trip. So I took my uh, SUV and in four months went on a 30,000 mile road trip. I didn't know I was going to go 30,000 miles, but you know, you start yeah. going, you go. <laughs> I went to Canada. I went to every place in Canada. Oh, know. I like the sound of this because now I've yeah. moved to the States. I'm, I'm all over this. I want to do a road trip like that. <laughs> yeah. So I did this four month, 30,000 mile road trip and that in and of itself was transformational because I was at that point in my life very much into everything was totally structured. And I spent a year and a half planning that road trip, but a hundred miles into the trip, yeah. I had to turn right to change interstates. And about 10 miles before I got to that, I started getting these inklings inside, right? So I pay a lot of attention to inklings. <laughs> and I said, huh, maybe I don't want to turn right. Now I had it all yeah. planned out by the <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and I said, I think I'm going to go straight instead. And, and that was the moment I started not having, I started realizing because I was making reservations at, yeah. at hotels and things that I couldn't do that a week in advance that I, you know, just had to take potluck because yeah. every day became a new dynamic uh, journey. I love that. I, I, mean, I can completely relate to that because I, uh, with my wife, we got married and quit our jobs, travel around the world, backpack every year. And the number one thing that I enjoyed the most was we didn't plan it. it was every day we woke up, what do we feel like doing today? If we was enjoying it here, we stayed. If we didn't, we moved. We talked to people and we made that decision on the day. And that was my favorite thing about the entire trip. Well, now you can understand, here I am only in the beginning of the second month of this, what might be a year and a half kind of journey, except yeah. this one's different because I'm podcasting, I'm yep. coaching clients, I'm going to come. Next week, I'm supposed to be at a conference and I threw the ticket away for all $600 ticket. I said, nope, don't think I'm supposed to go. So <laughs> and what about when I did that, I made up a new rule for next year, not buying any tickets for conferences in advance. Whereas I've always been the person who bought it the year in advance and all that. Okay. So you've got some freedom here. I was, that is the word that is just ringing around my head. People talk a lot about freedom and different things from what you're telling me about. I'm just thinking freedom, freedom. And, and it's all people's, this is almost like the definition of freedom for a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, to me, I like the sound of this. Other people might not be able to handle the lack of, you know, knowing, but I, I think it's exciting. Well, you know, that's an interesting thing. You brought that up, Adam, because two weeks ago, I do this uh, show once a week, but I called it embracing the unknown. And I, that was my way of telling my community that, oh, I've gone on this journey, mm -hmm. but this journey is really a journey of embracing the unknown because although I have some plan what I go is I always know that whatever the plan is, it gave me some great ideas, but it's not going to be what happens. <laughs> right? Now that to me is an essential part of growing your business and growing mm. your life is when you get to that deep level of just connecting 
we call it authenticity. I like to say being real, being open, being present with the moment, then the path unfolds before you. Mm. And it always does. Awesome. A and it's always the right path because you've allowed the path to form itself rather than you trying to make the path fit some preconceived idea of what's supposed to be happening in the next moment. I think you may have answered this through the course of the interview already, but I, I just want to give you the chance to maybe clarify it. But when and what inspired you to write the Conscious Millionaire book? Why do you think some entrepreneurs reach their first million and continue to do really well and others fail? And obviously, what, why do you think you've done so well? I know you've obviously touched on quite a few points around that subject already. It was inspiration. So I sold the companies. I did this trip. And then on this trip, I went by a Buddhist monastery in Canada called Gampo Abbey. There was this little dirt road. And I said to myself, oh, go down the dirt road. Mm -hmm. And I arrived at this Buddhist monastery, the only Tibetan Buddhist monastery in North America, right at the moment that they opened the doors to the public for two hours once a week. Okay. So this kind of synchronicity yeah. goes on all the time for me. And so I spend two hours there and they're having a retreat uh, the, at the beginning of the next year for seven weeks. So mo mainly January, February. So I leave, you know, all night long, I'm thinking about this retreat. So the next morning I called them and they told me, well, you're not qualified to come. You see, I wasn't Buddhist and I'd never meditated. Yeah. And so they had two requirements. You're Buddhist. And you've meditated for six months. <laughs> not, not either one of those. Uh, but I still like to come. No, yeah. no, no, we can't. So over the course of going across Canada, and then I come down the coast to San Francisco. Over that time period, I called them nine times <laughs> with the same request. And nine times they said, well, you know, you seem like a nice person, but you're just not qualified to come. So I was in San Francisco and I said, I'm calling them. Time to call them. So I called them. And they said, we had a meeting yesterday and we talked about you. A meeting about you. The meeting, about was, me. the meeting was called J.V. Crumb the Third. What to do with this guy that won't stop calling? <laughs> and they said, we decided if you called back that you were supposed to come and we were letting you come. So I went to that. I went to Esalen. I went to Boulder. And I spent about two or three years going camping two or three weeks at a time. And what I called asking the universe, why am I here? I said, I got all these skills. What can I do with them to make the world a better place? So I became really obsessed with that question. And I was walking around for the weekend and I saw this um, rack of brochures for the Green Festival, which I knew nothing, but it attracted me. So I picked it up, put it in my SUV, and that Sunday night when I got back, you remember I'm a hot tub person, so I was in the hot tub, right? And I'm going through it and I look down, I see the word conscious. Literally, it, my intuition a lot of times is very visual. In my forehead, I saw the phrase conscious millionaire. And I got a tingling in my spine <laughs> and I said to myself, that's it. That's my calling. And knowing how the universe works, I stayed in the hot tub for 40 more minutes because I said consciousmillionaire.com is just waiting for you. And that was the intuition because I had been seeking, very genuinely seeking an answer. And when I got, got Conscious Millionaire, I said to myself, wow, this is my assignment. 
I was seeking for what can I do with my life that's going to do good in the world. Yeah. And that was the inspiration that finally came. But I knew it. It was so strong. It was undeniable. I just felt it throughout my body. This is what I've been seeking. Mm. I had no idea what conscious millionaire was. Because yeah. by the way, the universe didn't buy, bother to give me a book or anything. <laughs> Token of books. Of course, I wrote. But <laughs> along to writing it, I had to figure out what is conscious millionaire. But what I did figure out that first night, I said to myself, well, I don't know what this is, but it's a really cool name. Just to give it the, the, for the, from the book, what it's written here, grow your business by making a difference. Love it. I mean, that's yeah. the whole thing there. Love it. Yeah. So that's, that's how this all, all came about. Now you had another question. Yes. Why do some entrepreneurs get that? Because it is, once you've made a million, repeat, rinse and repeat to a certain extent. Why well, do you think a lot of people make a million? Yes. Yeah. You're already in the scaling phrase. What we were talking about yep. in the formula. Or the three-step formula for creating wealth that you created. Is this what we're talking about now? Yeah. So yeah, the, just the first yeah. part is the conscious focused yep. action. So at the conscious stage, Thank you for bringing that back up. So at the <laughs> conscious stage, one of the important questions is getting conscious about yourself because we've talked about awareness, visionary consciousness, social consciousness, all of that's part of the conscious stage. And what I find is almost inevitably people want to skip that stage. Mm. Now, it's not like they're intentionally skipping it. They just don't know that's the first stage. And they want to jump into taking a bunch of actions, going in a bunch of directions, which is almost always the wrong thing to do because you don't have the big vision yet. So you've got to take this time up front. And it's not like this is six months because you're going to constantly iterate it anyway, but you need to get a sense of, well, what is this business about? And the only way, if you're going to consciously build a business to get that sense is to get a clarity about who I am. Mm. Because as small business owners, as business coaches, as business consultants, ultimately it's all about us bringing ourselves into this. It's not doing something that's separate from us. That's the old model. I mean, when I got my MBA, that was the model I was taught. You go outside of yourself, you look at what's missing in the marketplace and you create it. And I go, well, what's wrong with that model? It doesn't necessarily have anything to do with you and your path and your purpose and why you're on this planet and what's going to fulfill you and that calling that I was going out looking for after I sold a company and going, there's something I'm supposed to be doing. Now, I believe that's true about everybody. And I don't think your life or even your business, can you go out and make money not doing that? Yes, obviously I did and lots of people do. But was I fulfilled? No, profoundly not. Because I kept thinking there was something else. Mm. And I help people figure out that something else on the way to their million so that when they get to the million, then I can help them get to that second or third or fourth or wherever they want to go. Because it's always re-asking the same question. What's the impact I'm here to make? And how do I turn that into something that's profitable and the quick answer is you find a niche of which I go, there's always a hundred niches any of us could work with. You find a niche that resonates with that difference because that's really a solution mm -hmm. to a problem they have. And you love their problem. You want to wake up in the morning because you love their problem and you want to work with that problem. And they are eager to solve that problem and they have the money to pay you to get the solution, now that's a niche you should work with. So 
those pieces are actually part of the conscious step. Yeah. And if you skip those, you don't know where you're headed. And therefore, it's very difficult to say at the end of the month, this is the one priority that's going to make the biggest difference. And so that's what I'm going to focus on. And some other stuff's not going to get done, folks. And you just have to learn to live with that. But wouldn't you rather some stuff not get done that wasn't going to matter and you got the stuff done that did? Because I can guarantee you at the end of the month, all of us are alike and there's going to be stuff that didn't get done. It's just the way it is. Yeah. It's just better to have the stuff be the stuff that didn't matter. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how you move forward. This is the alpha round. And I want to start that off with, is there a particular book or maybe two books that have ever had a huge impact in you in your life? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to quickly give you three books. Um, one is Think and Grow Rich, because I think it's the obvious book that everybody should have read, mm -hmm. you know, along with books like The Science of Getting Rich by Waddles, um, uh, As a Man Think by James. Those aren't, that's one book, by the way. I know it's <laughs> like, So that's one Yep. Then there was a book I read in, in um, high school, and it, it's been a recommended book on my own show a number of times, kind of like, especially in the last few months. So you kind of like go, all these different people and they're not talking to each other and it's an older book mm -hmm. and it's Victor Frankl's man's search for meaning. Oh yeah. I, I could, yeah. That's the book. Well, I, I, that's a book I recommend a lot of times. I, I love it. It's such a small book, well, but just so powerful. When I was in grad school in LA, uh, Los Angeles in uh, clinical psych, he spoke at a Jewish synagogue downtown LA and I heard about it and I got to go and hear him speak. Whoa. Yeah, so wow. that was it. That was an impactful, and I think that was probably something that stimulated my. There's an importance meaning piece here that's mm. going on, you know. And then I'm an avid uh, fan of Frank Kern. Mm. So now we go to the other direction of marketing. Yeah, and I uh, I have a book uh, that I don't know if you can still get it. He gave it to me at a conference I went to with him called Convert. It's yellow. Okay. And I, 84 pages and I'm literally, I memorize things working on memorizing the book. So <laughs> that I have all of this internalized. So, yeah. you know, so one, the, the first group of books actually are about mind. Yeah. The meaning book is that, well, that's really what we're here for. And by the way, if you want to build a business, you got to know how to market. So, you know, all these pieces have to come together. Is there a particular quote that you either like to live your life by or just really resonates with you? Well, I'm actually going to give you my personal motto. It's three words. I'm a three guy. I like things in threes. You saw conscious focus. Yep. I Everything like threes is, as well. <laughs> yeah, I like threes. I like threes. So it's trust perfect timing. And for me, that, uh, that's a very concrete statement hmm. because it relates. I've done a lot of work on flow. It's something I wrote about in my book. It's a whole chapter seven. And so I'm kind of enamored by flow and the flow state and how to get in it and utilizing flow as an empowerment state. So to me, trusting perfect timing is partly about being in flow. And it's also what I was talking about, that dynamic process of being real. And when we're real, please, folks, I do strategic plans for my business and I help people do them for theirs. And then I tell them it's okay to throw it away every moment you need to. That's part to me of a bigger metaphor uh, which metaphor, a way of understanding that I think we're all part of a big mosaic. Now, then there's another piece to that statement. Not only are we part of a bigger mosaic, so part of this journey we're on 
is figuring out constantly. It's not static. It's very dynamic. What is our place in that mosaic? And then there's the moment of awareness that to me comes through meditation, which when we get through, I'm going to be meditating and doing Shigong before I do my next thing today, is the profound awareness and experience that we actually are the mosaic, that we're the mosaic that's all around us. And I think that's how life works. And the best way forward is to be really open and present and notice those inklings that say, go down the road to the right. Or when I started my trip, my road trip, uh, maybe we don't want to follow the schedule, even though we spent a year and a half making it. Well, the great <laughs> thing about spending a year and a half making it is that I had read about Gampo Abbey. Yeah. Because otherwise, this was a little sign. I would have just been driving along, seeing this little sign. It had no meaning. But it triggered, oh. I like that. Like you did the research as well. Another quote yeah. I heard recently was, earn the right to trust your gut. Like you, well, you're not just blindly, you're, you've, also, you've done the research, you've like planned it for a year and a half, yeah, so you, you've, you've kind of got a good understanding of what's around you as well. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good point. And I think, again, that's part of the conscious stage of going, well, what are the possibilities? Through all your interviews for the Conscious Millionaire podcast, who do you feel, who feels right to be a great interview for the Awaken Your Alpha podcast? Who would you recommend from your huge list? And as of now, how many shows have you done? Because I know it's a, a big number. As of yesterday, I believe it came to 1,034 shows I've done. My intuition is, is if you want, want me to recommend somebody for your show, which I would love to do, let me just ask my mind and a name will come up. What is a, a particular resource that you like to recommend? I, I use Schedule Once. You cannot, this is in less than three years. You cannot do over 1,000 shows in less than three years and have 12 million listeners and be in 193 countries, unless you know how to do one thing. You have to systemize everything. Oh, yeah. So when I say I'm a systems guy, we run my business as a system. And it's interesting because I've had so many guests say the exact same thing. And I go, well, I didn't send them a postcard. Uh, <laughs> they go, this is a well-oiled machine. And I go, that to me is a compliment. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really big compliment. How do you think you've managed to get so many listeners what do you think is the secret source because i mean even more and more we were at podfest and there's more and more podcasts coming out there's more out there there's more noise out there what do you well, think I, took you know, yours I, to that many listeners yeah so um, i think the answer is that i'm constantly looking for how can we distribute mm. how, how where where can we put things out and and i look at new school and old school so we're you know we're a syndicated radio show as well so I'm constantly looking for how can I get more exposure? How can I get more distribution? And, and I stay true. And I think this is really critical. When I started working with Conscious Millionaire and building it, I had a friend of mine, uh, you know, who was a trademark attorney. So, of course, I've got Conscious Millionaire trademarked all over the place. And we talked about trademarks. And being creative as we are as entrepreneurs, I had this long list of, oh, let's trademark these terms. And he goes, no, <laughs> <laughs> you're trademarking one term and it's going on everything, which was of course, Conscious Millionaire. So if you think about it, it's Conscious Millionaire Institute, it's ConsciousMillionaire.com, it's the Conscious Millionaire Show, now it's Conscious Millionaire Marketing. The one I just ended was Conscious Millionaire Health. The book is Conscious Millionaire, Grow Your Business yeah. by Making a Difference. Conscious Millionaire is everything. Yeah. 
So like you constantly that. hear conscious millionaire, conscious millionaire, conscious millionaire. And again, it becomes being laser focused. Yeah, I like, I mean, I think it links back to what you're saying earlier, because it is as entrepreneurs, you've got all these ideas, like you said, you had that long list. And then he's like, no, conscious millionaire. And I think that's power. And for me personally, that just reinforces with like, you know, awaken your alpha, because I do, you do have lots of ideas and you're just like, you just got to focus in and like run with and get, you know, awaken your alpha everywhere or conscious millionaire everywhere. I love, I love that point. Yeah. And I, I like awaken your alpha. Awaken your alpha. I, I appreciate mean, that. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's, it's really good branding. Cool. Well, I'm very conscious of your time. And uh, I just want to, in closing, what is the best way people can connect with you if they want to find out more? Because as I say, this just flew by and I, I just feel like we could keep going. So what's the best way people can connect? So first of all, I want to be really clear who this first one's for. If you are a six-figure business coach or consultant, and you really want to break through, then I do both in group sessions, but I'll do private ones and it's, it's free, but you have to qualify for it. So there's a short application you have to fill out and I do a breakthrough session, which I'm going to guarantee you, I'm going to find at least 50,000 in hidden revenue. And I'm going to give you steps to start picking it up, put it in the bank. No need to find it. Don't go put it in the bank. <laughs> and, uh, and it's just a short little app. It takes you about three minutes, but it tells me things and make sure it's a good fit. You can go find out about that and see about a three, four minute video about it. So you go, oh yeah, this is something I'm interested in at consciousmillionaire.com forward slash my video. So that's consciousmillionaire.com forward slash my video. Awesome. We put the links on the show notes as well, guys. Yeah. If you and if you're a business coach or consultant of any level and you'd like my book, that, you know, that's specifically who I work with, then I'll give you a copy of the book absolutely free at consciousmillionaire.com forward slash free book. And you can get a copy, uh, a digital copy of my book. Again, we're going to ask you a few questions. They're just survey questions. So we want to know what you do uh, because I'm singularly about, I want to help you get to that first million mm. so that you've got a bigger impact that you're making. You now you're in a good financial place. You're in a very good financial place. And now we can talk about, well, what do you really want to do? Now that you've got a wave started, where do you want to take that wave? And that's a fun question to ask. And it's fun to be in a position that you can say, oh, I got a wave going, but now how big would I like this wave to yeah. be? Well, I'm going to double it, triple it, 10 times it. How many people do I want to be impacting? Who do I want to be impacting? How do I want to be impacting? Those are exciting questions, but you got to get something started so that you're getting some feedback about what's working and you're going to learn about yourself in the process. Well, guys, I mean, that is probably the most thorough follow-up we've heard on the Awakening Effort and so much value given away in that last bit for you can specifically pick out what applies to you. And also, bearing in mind what we've been talking about the whole episode is walking the walk. That is some great systems in place and he's got you covered. So please do follow it up. And uh, yeah, thank you again for your time today, JB. Well, thank you so much for having me. And you're going to go play on the lake. Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> I got one more interview in a little bit. But yeah, uh, the afternoon at the summer times in northern Michigan, um, I'm going to be on the lake. <laughs> yeah, that's the. I guess we could call that kind of like the little pond. <laughs> Between us and where you used to live was the big pond. Yep, yep. I'll be across the big pond before the year's out as well. But thank you so much today. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Well, <laughs> I don't know quite how we made it to 250 episodes 
I just can't believe it. 250, 250 episodes is a huge marker for me, for the Waking Your Alpha. Um, I know there's a podcast, hundreds and thousands probably of podcasts with more episodes, hundreds and thousands with less episodes, but we've been on the map for three and a half years. We're still going. <laughs> really appreciate your support. Even if you, you know, you've just listened to a couple of episodes, please do leave me that review. Uh, bigger and better things are coming. I just need them reviews to really push me back in the rankings because obviously when I've been between seasons, that's really had a dent in our listeners. And, and if you're still listening in, even through the down times, I really appreciate that. Um, it's been highs, lows, struggles, just like life really, um, peaks and troughs, and I'm still gunning, still going. So please do head over and connect with all the social media. If you've only just caught, caught the odd episode here and there, just very sporadically, please do subscribe, listen to some of the back episodes. Um, and obviously, if you think, well, where do you start? Just reach out to me, uh, connect on social media. I'll be doing a special Facebook Live. So over the weekend of the 250 episode, if you're listening to this down the line, um, please do connect on social media. And uh, that recording will be up as well. Q&A of what I've learned over the 250 episodes. And ask all and anything. Stay as long as we need kind of scenario. If the quality's there, the question's there, if the need's there. Okay? So have a great weekend. Thank you so much for your support over the years. Please do take the one minute to leave a review. And I am forever in your debt. I really appreciate it. Okay, cheers. Bye. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my bag.